podcast contains spoilers to some of your favorite cheesy holiday movies. As if you don't already know that Christmas is saved and they live happily ever after. Because magic or Christmas spirit or some shit. Season's greetings! I'm Ashley. And I'm Dustin. Welcome to the Hokey Holiday Review, a podcast where we judge cheesy holiday movies. And let's be honest, this first movie isn't really about Christmas romance. Not at all. Not at all. Our first movie is called Holiday in the Wild, which can be viewed on Netflix, starring Rob Lowe and Kristen Davis, directed by Ernie Barbarash, written by Neil H. Dabrowski and Tippi Dabrowski. And uh, we're going to preface this episode with the fact that this movie actually has nothing to do with Christmas, like we said a second ago. Uh, this whole movie could probably stand on its own without implementing Christmas, but they threw a good good five minutes or so of Christmas in there. And then they had the audacity, the audacity, to call it a holiday movie. Mm. Goodbye. Goodbye. So the Netflix synopsis for this movie is when her husband abruptly ends their marriage, empty nester Kate embarks on a solo second honeymoon in Africa, finding purpose and potential romance. Ooh. So to expand a little bit on that Netflix synopsis that they gave us having seen the movie, Kate's husband leaves her. She goes on a the second honeymoon that she had planned for them to Africa where she meets Derek, who is the pilot of the airplane safari that she had booked. So while on the safari, she goes on the safari with Derek, they come across a baby elephant who really needs some help. So they rescue the elephant, take it back to a local rescue slash orphanage for elephants, where coincidentally, Derek also works there in some capacity. And uh, then Kate really falls in love with with working with the elephants and whatnot. So she ends up staying longer than what she originally planned, which I think was like two weeks. And uh, after, I think like a couple of months or something, she goes back to New York um, to go back to the life that she, you know, has had. Uh, and she starts practicing veterinary again. Um, and something just still isn't quite right. So uh, she learns that the, the orphanage is now in financial distress. And she gets all of her rich New York friends and her ex-husband to uh, donate money uh, to save this orphanage. And it works. Uh, but then in the process, she realizes where she really wants to be. She goes back to live there permanently. And her and Derek get married, live happily ever after, caring for the elephants. Um, and that's basically what happened. And if you will notice, there was really nothing about Christmas in there. So, still amazed that this is is a Christmas movie. I mean, what says Christmas more than elephants? Right? No? Right, yeah, yeah. Let's, <laughs> we'll go with that. <laughs> now, there are some things about this movie that we want to talk about it's uh it's far from a uh, perfect film but it is like your typical hokey cheesy goofy holiday movie uh where the holiday magic saves the saves everything in the end so um 
one of the first things um, at the beginning of the movie is that they are taking Kate and her husband and her son and their son are taking a Christmas photo before their son goes to college. So it's definitely August. Uh, but when they take the pictures, the pictures that get developed later that Kate sees, um, they're pictures of them getting their pictures taken. <laughs> well, I remember I had a, a fan theory about this. Um, I feel like there should be a deleted scene where Kate's stalker sends an Oh, e. yeah. It looks like stalker photos. It like does. Like somebody was like hiding in like the cabinets or something. Yeah. <laughs> does it really does look like that actually i I just in my world there's a deleted scene where uh kate gets an email from like a mysterious email address and it's like i've been watching you it's really (laughs) weird it's so weird like they they didn't get prints of she didn't get prints of her and her family like actually looking at the camera like the actual like christmas picture itself it's literally just snapshots of them looking at a different camera for their pictures, which yeah. is so weird. It, it's, it's a small detail, but it's, so it's weird. but when you add them all up, it's, it's funny. Yeah. And something that I found really interesting, and I think that this just comes from sort of the class that I'm in, you know, like the, we're kind of like middle class people. Um, so Kate, when she is, when she's having lunch with her friends, uh, they refer to, e- to each other and themselves as ladies who lunch, which she hates. Because I guess she doesn't feel like she wants more out of life than being, like, a lady who lunches. Because I guess none of them have jobs. Like, they all rely on their, like, rich husbands to, like, get through life. Um, And maybe it's just, like, my class in life. But I would love to be a lady who lunches. Yeah, it's our our poor cynicism. We're like, oh, I wish I could just eat lunch and just do nothing. Like, I know they say money doesn't buy happiness. It buys lunch every day. But it (laughs) and and food food is the uh, gateway to the heart. I mean, food is the gateway to my heart for real. But I I guess it's just like when I saw that, I was like, dude, I would love to have zero responsibilities and just be responsible for meeting my friends for lunch every day. Okay, so I I also want to just talk about like how her husband leaves her. It's the strangest uh, breakup I've ever seen on screen. Yeah. Or, or one of them. Um, it, it's so strange that he just, the kid leaves to go to college. He's like, all right, I'm out going to college. His girlfriend, I guess that's his girlfriend. They don't really establish that. Yeah, um, I'm assuming. Uh, is going to drive him to school. And he like walks out the door and she's like, hey, I think we should do this uh, trip to Africa as like a second honeymoon. And he's like, yeah, I'm not happy. Um, you're not happy either. And she just, like, doesn't say anything. He's like, I'm leaving. I'm going to go stay at so-and-so's house. Yeah, first of all, don't tell her what she is or isn't. You know what I mean? He's like, he's like, you're not happy either. I mean, I guess he asks her. He's like, are you happy? And, like, she had trouble answering it. But, like, yeah, don't just assume that she's uh, but unhappy. The whole breakup um, <clears throat> lasted a good, you know, minute and a half, minute 45 yeah, if that, if that, like, the son walks out the door as soon as the door closes, the husband's like, yeah, I wanted to wait until he left because I didn't want to upset him. Dude, like, bro is still, like, only halfway down the hallway. Like, he's still, he's not even gone yet. 
Dude, he wasted no time. No time at all. Not at all. It, it's, it's pretty entertaining. Uh, I bet that he uh, he goes down the elevator or whatever, and uh, the kid is, like, still standing. Like, by the front <laughs> door. Like, Dad, Dad, what are you doing here? Oh, I just just uh, left your mom. Didn't want to tell you what? before you left. And you'd be like, what happened while I was gone? I leave yeah. for two minutes. It was really weird. It was definitely really weird. Like, door closed. All of a sudden, he's like, yeah, I'm leaving you. And it was just, and that was that. Like, that. there was no other discussion, like, or, or anything. It was, it was really weird. Oh, after he leaves, she, like, packs up, um, remember she packs up all this stuff? Like, she has her moment, and then she's like, fuck this. She, like, throws all of his stuff in, like, uh, garbage bags, and just drops it on the streets of New York City. Yeah, she put, like, a free sign on it. Yeah. And the door guy's looking at it like, what? Fucking savage. Good for you, Kate. Yeah, and it looked like probably thousands upon thousands of dollars worth of, like, nice suits and... Oh, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. They had a whole ass walk-in closet. Yeah. So, at this point, um, this is still kind of, like, just sort of the beginning of the movie... Um, the only Christmas element is that they are taking their family Christmas portrait in, in August. So anyway, she goes on this honeymoon to Africa alone and God love her. Like it, it must've been like a honeymoon suite or something. It had like the, the swan, like the towels folded in the shape of like swans where they make a heart and there's like rose petals on the bed. (laughs) Yeah. Rose petals. She gets there. She looks around. She's like, ah, shit. And then she pops the bottle of champagne and just drinks it out the bottle. Get it, Kate. Get it. That is what I would do. Yep. That is what I would do. And then good old Derek making a great first impression. He just walks into the bar and just starts talking to her and just judging her right away. Yeah, a little bit. He was. He's like, you're from L.A.? And she's like, no. All to, although to me, like, I feel like she looks more like she's from New York City, but... Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And, uh, but he said that he... So he guessed that she was from L.A. or New York City because she looks, quote-unquote, um, put together. And I'm like, okay, I may be from the Midwest, but, like, I can look put together, too. Do I normally? No. But that's besides the point can I? So, like, can the rest of America not look put together? Um, no, we, we can't. We're just a bunch of savages right in the middle. Another fun, uh, another fun thing here is that at the beginning when Derek, like, we see Derek in, uh, the, the plane that he flies, um, the plane's name is Kirk, after Captain Kirk from Star Trek. Um, but then later in the movie, when he falls in love with, um, Kate, he changes the name on his plane to Kate. Oh my God. And then, okay, so when, when she ends up staying and she doesn't go home, remember, uh, at first she goes into the wrong tent and a very shirtless Rob Lowe comes in and he's like, this is my tent. Yours is over there. Bye. Like, that's basically like, he was like kind of mean about it. He's like, this is my tent. Yours is over there. And she's like, they said the tent on the end. And he's like, yeah, the other end. As if she's like a fucking moron. And it's like, bitch, she just got there. She doesn't know where the fuck she's going. There's obviously two ends. You don't have to be rude about it. And then he calls her New York. And like, I don't, maybe that grinds my gears a little bit. Yeah, but nobody you, else's. You take it very, uh. She has a name! Yeah, but it's just a cute little name he gave her. He just always calls her that. 
Okay, but it was totally meant to be condescending. It was, but I think it turned into, like, a loving sort of thing. It wow. happens. I don't know. Like, the, sh- right. the shirtless thing is pretty funny. It's, like, so classic, like, love right. story where they don't like each other at first sort of thing. And she's like, oh, my, oh, my God. Yeah. All right. Whatever. Yeah. And, uh, I like... I like how the like one of the dinners that she has with the the people at the rescue and orphanage, um, she says women just like elephants always remember. They do. I mean, you don't. <gasps> you don't. I tell you things all the time, and you don't remember them. But you know what? I do always remember every Mis- single time. Every mistake I make. You're mean to me. Yeah. <laughs> I never forget that. Um, so there is a point uh, where the two lovebirds from different worlds are, um, you know, they, they're finally into each other. So uh, they tend to walk around together at the camp because he says it's not safe. Um, I guess something about, like, baboons getting into their tents. They have, like, a watchtower that watches for lions and stuff like that. Yeah. So, um so they tend to, like, walk around together, and she goes to, she, they pass his tent, and he's like, oh, do you want to come in? And she goes, I've already seen your tent. <laughs> and and Derek says, I think you're looking at more than a tent. Ooh. What saucy. Is, ooh, what does that mean? That dick. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think you're looking at more than a tent. You want to see what's inside the tent? Oh, in my pants. <laughs> Yeah, really. Oh, the uh, the dialogue isn't always the the best. Yeah, I mean the the one liners are great though. Yeah. I've already seen your tent. I think you're looking at more than a tent, baby. Okay, he didn't say the baby part. I, I wish he did. But, <laughs> but it's that cheesy. But so she looks through the through the telescope at the stars, um, and it's kind of like a romantic thing. And then they kiss. They kiss, and we're like, oh my god, this is the first time that they kiss. This Yay. is they're gonna end up happily ever after. And then, bum, 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 bum. <laughs> <laughs> this British hoe. I'm not saying that all British people are hoes, not at all. But like, she's British, and she is like nasty. I think she. I think she's South African. I don't think she's British. Oh, we did talk about that. Yeah. Um, I think you're right. She is. I mean, it's a similar accent. And then, like, right. there's some references to, like, him flying down to the to the foundation or whatever. So I think they mentioned it was in South Africa. No, I think you're um, right. I just, I, think, I yeah. hear, like, I hear one accent and I just appropriate it. Or misappropriate it, I guess you could say. <laughs> so, so she enters. I totally forgot her name because it's not important. She's not important. So she's this, like, blonde-haired, blue-eyed. She's pretty. Um, but she's definitely, like, mean. And so she, like, she enters the tent, doesn't knock. I don't know how you knock on a tent, but you know what I mean. Like, you could announce yourself or something. So, clearly, there's, like, a thing between her and Derek. And he acknowledges it later, and he's like, I don't, this thing that we're doing. And so it's, it's pretty, like, go with the flow, but clearly she feels like they're together. Like, they're more committed than they actually are. So she interrupts their kiss like a hoe. And then Kate gets mad, mm-hmm. and she leaves the tent, and she says that it's a busy place. Bro, that is a big accusation Savage. to make. Like, you don't even know this guy. You've, you've met him, like, you met him, like, a couple weeks ago. Like, you don't even know him or his life or his, I don't know, like, 
sleeping around habits, if he has any. You're just, like, assuming that just because this girl, like, walks into his tent, they're together. Yeah. Or, like, that he's, like, pl- he's a playa or something. You know what I mean? Like, it's, like, let's calm down. At this point, we're nearly halfway through the movie. But you know what happens around halfway through the movie? What? Cue the jingle bells. Ah! It's Christmas time, it's finally. It's Christmas time! So they finally bring in a dose of Christmas, and how they do this, oh my gosh, this is really funny, they bring in a single Christmas tree and play, like, 30 seconds of Christmas music. Yeah, it's like, yeah, there's a Christmas song playing, there's somebody carrying a Christmas tree into, like, this this building that they have on this, on this uh, rescue or whatever, and, uh, yeah, that's that's about it. And they do, I mean, they do have, like, what, they have, like, Christmas dinner. Yeah, or something um, like that. It's, like, it's probably, like, a good four-minute scene. That's Christmassy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's probably true. But, like, still. It still doesn't really fit. And they reveal that she's been there for three months. So, um, as she's settling in, like, she got, like, an espresso maker. Like, all sorts of stuff. Like, she's settled in. She's, like, happy there. So, I love how, um, I love how they have to walk around together. And he always, like, warns her how it's not safe out there because of, like, the baboons and... Um, they've got the, the that watchtower for the wasn't there a, wasn't there a part where he's like it's not safe out here, and doesn't she ask why or like something and and it's like very vague like why it's not safe or no you know he says it's it's not safe out here I mean it's safe but but it's not yeah it was really confusing yeah you're like if I were her I'd be like what are you what the fuck does that mean yeah like am I gonna get kidnapped like is a lion gonna eat me or like am i gonna get murdered in my tent like and he just never explains it he's like you're safe but it's not safe it's it's fine we're not gonna talk about it he never explains it and then and then so there is okay so there is a uh the drama that's in this movie is that she wakes up in the middle of the night and they find that the elephant that they rescued has gone missing so like somebody left the gate open whatever um so they take the car out in the middle of the night and to look for this elephant. And then Derek just stops in the middle of, of the wilderness to sleep in this open Jeep. Like, after saying, like, how unsafe it is and, like, there's, like, baboons and, like, lions and stuff like that. Like, somehow they, they like, he's just like, oh, we're just going to stop here in the middle of nowhere and just take a nap. Yeah, no, the, the camp is not safe with the guard towers and the lights and the sounds and everything uh, that's not safe, but we're going to be in the middle of nowhere in the complete pitch blackness, and we're just going to sleep here in our open... Yeah. yeah. it's... And they both just go to sleep, and it's like, y'all finna get eaten by a lion. Yeah. That's... They didn't, though. They were they were awoken. <laughs> no, that's how the movie should have ended. It should have been like, all right, we're going to sleep, and then you just hear, rawr, and then, and then the credits just roll <laughs> just fast. just hear, rawr. <laughs> But, like, the lion is, like, after the lion goes rawr, and then, like, it goes to the credits. The credits are a Christmas song so that we can incorporate Christmas. <laughs> it's the, uh, it's, uh, it's Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas. Oh, But, it, it, yeah, it's the fast part where it gets, yeah. where it go, gets a beat. That's a really good ending. They really should have considered that. Missed opportunity. But they, they were awoken, what actually happened in the movie is they were awoken by an older elephant that the rescue cared for previously. Like, like this older giant elephant just like happened across them 
and was like, oh, hey, I know that guy. Even though, like, he totally had his, had his hat over his face. Can elf, do elephants have a good sense of smell, maybe? Oh, do really they recognize that? I don't know. And they have I don't the, know. I don't know anything about elephants. They have the real. huge trunk. You think that would help them smell? I don't. That's a good point. That's I don't point. know elephant anatomy. But, like, he hits the car to wake them up. Like, I mean, he could have just tapped them on the shoulder with his with his trunk. But, you know, he's got to, like, bump the Say, bump hey, the wake up. Yeah. And, like, I had, like, flashbacks to, um, to Jurassic Park. Like, yeah. what if it had been a dinosaur that had woken them up? Again, that's another, uh, that should have been another ending. Where <laughs> a dinosaur gets them and then the credits roll fast. Yeah, all of a sudden it's, like, Jurassic Park. All of a sudden, it's like Jurassic to, uh, Jurassic Park, and like a T Rex is like nudging the car, and they're all like screaming, and then it goes to Christmas music and credits. And Jeff Goldblum pops oh up. Oh my and god! He's, and he says, "Life finds a way." So uh, during this Christmas break, her son actually surprises her by coming to Africa to visit her. I don't know how like they ended up working all this out, or like how he like knew exactly where to find her, but um, but he says he gets out of the plane, and he says. I just wanted to make sure that you were wearing a sweater. <laughs> like, that was, like, his, his excuse for, like, coming to see her. Like, I had to make sure you were wearing the sweater, Mom. It was supposed to be a cute little line, but I didn't But, like, like they were FaceTiming all the time. So, when the kid's visiting, he, uh, you know, they're talking about the, uh, the parents' divorce. And he's, like, so chill about it. And Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure he hates his dad. Yeah, he seems like he doesn't like his dad he's like yeah i saw this coming like pfft. yeah he's like i'm surprised it didn't happen years ago yeah i mean granted he's he's 18 i guess at the time um he's older you know usually like in movies when there's like a divorce the kids are always younger and it's always hard and stuff but he's he's out of the house he's fine he he has a kind of a grasp on reality i guess and they uh, must have paid for a really good therapist for him I guess he seems pretty well adjusted, except for the fact he does. Yeah, like I mean, except for the fact that he's gonna drop out of college to become a. I'm gonna assume just like a DJ or something. I don't know. He no. Well, he (laughs) said he wants to make music. Yeah. No. He's he's just gonna be a DJ. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So the um, there's 30 minutes left in this movie, by the way, and um, this is the last time we see or hear anything about Christmas, like. It's just been Christmas Eve. It's just been Christmas Day. Um, she's about... Kate has decided she's going to go back to New York to live her life. Um, and this is the very last time that we see anything about Christmas or hear anything about Christmas. There's nothing more after this point, And it's been an hour in the movie. Yeah. Well, with well, my, maybe about four minutes of discussion about Christmas. Well, my theory is... I have many theories. Yeah. I, I'm a scientist. Give it to us. Um... So the movie's called Holiday in the Wild, but we don't specify which holiday. Uh-uh. So, you know, she was there during Halloween. Don't she was, go there. She was there during Thanksgiving. Mm-mm. She was she was there during Labor Day. Mm-mm. I think. She might have gone right after, but, um, yeah, she was there for holidays. Hol- they didn't say holidays in the wild. She was there for all of them. They said holiday. <laughs> as in one holiday, as in the Christmas holiday. Yeah. That they talked about for, I don't know, five and a half minutes. They should have renamed the movie, like, Elephant Love Story with a little bit of Christmas right there in the middle. Is that the title? That's the whole title. (laughs) The title of the movie. (laughs) 
So, um, so anyway, so the night before uh, Kate is going to go back to New York City to live her life, um, her and Derek hook up. Of course, we just see them kiss um, because in all of these cheesy holiday movies, sex is just like not a thing. Yeah, the stork, um, the stork brings babies. Yeah, the stork brings babies, and, like, the most they do is, like, hold hands and kiss and shit. So, um, so we just see them kiss, but we know better. Well, it, it's the classic, like, movie without a sex scene sort of deal, where yeah. it's, like, they start kissing, and then it go they go out of focus, and the camera zooms away, and it, like slowly fades out yeah like, and it, or it like or it like pans away to the sky i think is what happened in this one right yeah it was something like that yeah they panned away to the nice sky and then you know we were like oh they fucking <laughs> <laughs> no they were just aggressively holding hands <laughs> aggressive how do you aggressively hold just show me right now yeah. how do you aggressively ow sorry. ow sorry oh my god you just tried to break my you asked me to aggressively hold your hand. Okay, I asked you to aggressively hold it, not, like, ring it to death. Sorry. It's fine. My bad. Clearly, like, <laughs> we're not romantic, like they are in the movie. So, um, so then this, this hoe comes back, the South African hoe comes back, and she's, like, she's, like, mad, and Derek is, like, hey, whatever we're doing here, like, we've got to stop, and, um, then she's, like, then this bitch, this fucking bitch, she straight goes, well, then I must regretfully inform you that the foundation um, is pulling their funds for this. Like, yeah, what? Well, like, can you legally do that? Well, what set her off in the first place was uh, Derek had a painting of Kate that oh, he was working yeah, on. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, and she's like, I thought you only painted animals. Right? Like, Isn't that right? And he's like, she is an animal in bed. Uh, <laughs> I mean, humans are animals. Which he does say early in the movie that um, that humans are the most dang dangerous animals. Oh, and it's like the cheesiest thing. Like, <laughs> yeah. like I forget how he says it. Something like, we're, we're not, or they're, oh yeah, he's talking about the, um, their buffalo or something. And he's like, they're not the most dangerous ones out here. And oh. she's like, who is? And then he like looks over at her. Kind of pauses for a second and goes, we are. It was so dramatic. It was so dramatic. It was amazing. I kind of wish that he would have hit her with like the, literally, we are. I wish he was, they just should remake the movie and he should just be Chris Traeger. I just feel, I Rob Lowe must be like, that, I mean, I know that he has a podcast called Literally, and I, I assume that it's pronounced that way. Um, but like, he... Every movie, like, every, like, that is, like, his token thing now. Like, everybody is just, like, oh, Rob Lowe, literally? And, yeah. and then, um, but, like, every movie that he's in, like, I bet people like us, stupid assholes like well, us, are, like. Yeah. It's funny, because he's, you know. Every movie we watch with him in it. He's been in so many things um, over the last 30-something years or whatever. And it's yeah. just funny that, like, that's the, the character that the so many people are, uh, yeah, really clinging on to. So, um, so yeah, this, this crazy bitch is like, all right, well then I guess we're pulling your funding, which first of all, I don't think that's actually legal. And, um, and she goes, uh, he's like, come on, like, this isn't about us here. This is about the elephants. And she goes in with this classy line. It's not about the elephants for me. Ooh. 
And it's like, well, damn, what the fuck is you there for then? She was there for one reason. It was shirtless Rob Lowe. Dick, dick. Like, she literally doesn't care about saving the animals. She just cares about the dick that she gets. Yeah. She just cares about that tent, that pants tent. I still don't think that's legal, but okay. So anyway, so Kate ends up going home, uh, tries to go back to living her life, her her kind of hoity-toity NYC life. She becomes a practicing vet again. Um, and it's at this time in the movie when Derek changes the name of his plane from Kirk to Kate. Uh, and uh, and um, he, clearly he's missing her. Um, and, you know, like, now that the holidays are over, talking about the son going back to school, um, and she encourages her son to get a music degree so that he stays in college but is still following his dreams. The ex-husband does not like this. Like, he's like, I don't know. I don't really like that. But, like, we don't really care what he thinks because, like, fuck that guy. Uh, so then, basically, the whole thing concludes super fast, as it does in all these kinds of movies. She's doing her veterinary work one day um, at the practice that she's joined. And she, you know, she just realizes. Like, it just hits her like a fucking brick to the face. That... There's, it's just really not for her. Like, she's supposed yeah. to go back to Africa. Like, Africa's where she's supposed to be. So she goes back. Her and Derek reunite. They get married. Um, and she, she... So, you know, to wrap this all up in a pretty, pretty little bow, um, the elephant that they saved together was ready to go back into the wild at that point. And so they send their little baby elephant that they shared together off into the wild. And the end. They live happily ever after. That's the movie. Those are all the, the the funny things that we, like, that just really piqued our interest and we were just like, what? Yeah, and as far as, like, the, the cheesy holiday movies, like, it definitely has its, like, you know, cheese ball moments, um, but not quite the same way as a lot of the these types of movies do. Yeah, it was actually, like, much more, like, serious. I mean, I don't want to say that. Like, I don't want to say that because, like, there's usually something in all of these movies that they're saving. Like, it's usually, I guess it's just not, in some movies, it's just, like, a little bit more goofy. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, that's, that's this movie. That's all that we have to say about this movie. Which was a lot, actually. Yeah. Let's talk about the ratings for this movie. Ratings are always kind of fun to look at. Yes, definitely. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave this movie 38%. Wow. The Guardian gave it a 3 out of 5 star rating. Uh, someone did write a sarcastic article about this movie in Vogue magazine. Uh, we definitely need to check that out. We've not seen that. That seems like it would be interesting. As for our own ratings, I would have to say for a holiday movie, 10 out of 75 lumps of coal. I'm going to go ahead and give this movie, on the holiday scale, 2 out of 10 elephant trunks. Elephant trunks. Uh, but definitely like 50 out of 75 candy canes for conservation and welfare of elephants. Definitely, uh, definitely. I feel like that was pretty cool. All right, now for some fun facts and trivia about the movie. Um, the movie was originally called Christmas in the Wild. Cool, and they changed it to holiday, all right. Uh, Kristen Davis's son in the movie is played by John Owen Lowe, who is Rob Lowe's real-life son. This is the first movie that Rob and his son, John, have collaborated on together. That makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> collaborated on together. No shit. 
Uh, so there's a little goof in the movie. Uh, the New Year's Eve scene shows that the new year is 2020, but later when her friends and ex-husband are writing those checks to the Elfin Sanctuary, uh, they're all dated February and March of 2019. Whoops. Also, they clearly have no idea what 2020 has in store for them. Coronavirus. Coronavirus! Shit is real! Thanks, Cardi B. Just a little cameo appearance is all. <laughs> Uh, in the movie, uh, Rob Lowe's character Derek references one of Santa's reindeer as Blixen instead of Blitzen. Kate corrects him and says it's supposed to be Blitzen, but Blixen is actually a reference to Karen Blixen, a Danish writer that wrote Out of Africa and has done a lot of great things for wildlife, specifically in Kenya. Pretty so that's cool. pretty cool. Yeah, nice little homage. <clears throat> So uh, Netflix uh, pitched the idea to Kristen Davis uh, for the movie after seeing her um, her work with elephants that she's done. Uh, in real life, Kristen Davis has worked with orphan elephants in rescue and rehabilitation. Uh, she has brought attention to conservation issues like illegal ivory trade. Uh, she produced a documentary called Gardeners of Eden in 2014 that talks about the ivory trade and how it affects the extinction of elephants. Wow. That's really great. Cool. We're over here making fun of this movie, and it's actually, like, got backgrounds and good things for elephants. See, that's the thing. Like, the first time we watched it, I was like, this is so dumb. The second time we watched it, I was like, this is still so dumb. <laughs> um, but then we did all this research, and we're like, okay, like, this is actually cool. Like, This definitely ups the bonus, the, the, cool, the cool bonus points it, for the movie. It doesn't help with the whole lack of holiday in it. But, That's true. But, like, it, it's, it's for a good cause. Somewhat redeemed. Okay. The, uh, the elephant scenes were filmed at a sanctuary in South Africa and also at an orphanage, an elephant orphanage, in Zambia. Uh, this story seems to be somewhat based on a real-life story about a baby elephant that experienced the same physical and emotional trauma uh, when losing her mother and her. Uh, they pay homage to this elephant by referencing one of the elephants in the movie, um, naming that elephant um, Mech... I don't even know how to pronounce it. I think it's... Mekaliba. Maybe. She says it in the movie, um, and... I just don't remember. Yeah, I don't know. We need a fact check on the... Uh... On how to pronounce the name of the elephant. <laughs> but they did name uh, one of the other baby elephants uh, that name, Makalava, I think is what it is. And um, we, of course, didn't catch that uh, until we were looking at the facts. So that's really interesting. Uh, a lot of effort and systems went into place to safeguard the elephants in the film, Kristen Davis really wanted to make sure that everything was ethical and the elephants were treated well and were safe. So the measures that were put in place included behavior study, personnel, and distance restrictions, and international animal welfare inspections. So all of this took about four years before the film was actually made. Um, I actually had the thought the first time that we read that we read it that we watched it. Um, that it was, that I was like, oh, these elephants must have been trained. And I was a little concerned watching it because, you know, the connotation that comes with training animals is, was it safe for them? And, you know, were they healthy? Were they treated well? Um, and so after learning that they weren't, like, that these elephants weren't trained, 
um, that they they came to do all of this through those measures um, is really cool. Yeah, and, and the fact that they it took about four years to do all this before the film is, was made is, is crazy, um, and I feel bad, again, because we're over here making fun of the movie, and like they put in all this hard work and effort to get That's it out true. there. Um, we suck. Major credit. Major credit. Yes, we are. We did make fun of the, the movie a little bit. A lot of it, but um, major credit to this. That's that's super cool of Kristen Davis. Super cool of Netflix. Everyone involved. That's that's really neat stuff. And then uh, one last fact: uh, according to the last part of the movie, uh, wild elephant population has plummeted by sixty-two percent in the last decade. Um, there are conservation efforts to change this, um, so please check them out. Um, s- support cons- conservation of endangered animals. It's super super yeah. important. Save our animals. Save our animals, save the earth. Thank you so much for joining us today for our first ever episode of the Hokie Holiday Review. Uh, Please check us out on our social media. Our Facebook page is the Hokie Holiday Review. Our Instagram is also the Hokie Holiday Review. You can follow us on Twitter at Hokie Holiday or send us an email at thehokieholidayreview at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you guys. We hope to hear from you. Thank you again. And don't forget... Santa's watching, so don't be an asshole. Bye.